0: Week 17, Premier League, and it was extremely cold in the UK. Um, while taking one look at the coaches and the players on the bench, uh, epitomised exactly what conditions were being faced. They were all wrapped up in their scarves, gloves and woolly hats. Out on the pitch, of course, well, it's a different matter. Um, it's a delight to play football because uh, it's cool and you can get stuck in. Man City had Aguero uh, uh, De Bruyne back after six weeks and Sterling on the bin- bench. And uh, Everton were playing a back three. Uh, Calvert-Lewing was up front for Richardson. Uh, Walcott relocated to the bench. Under three minutes then, a great strike by Calvert-Lohan was pushed wide. However, he was just offside. And then on 14 minutes, a guilt-urged chance for Richarlison following a cross from the left. He met it on the volley, but unfortunately he couldn't keep it down and it went over the bar. Good chance for Everton, who were holding their own. First real opportunity for City, uh, vicious strike from Delft uh, went just over on 19 minutes. And a minute later, a nice attack, Jesus' effort uh, was um, uh, pushed just wide uh, by Pickford. So to 21 minutes, and that man, Jesus, uh, finished off a, a, a delightfully uh, sweet move after a poor clearance uh, from uh, the Everton defence. Sane was the uh, man who provided the easy finish for Jesus. 1-0 City. On 30 minutes, uh, City now with uh, much more a confident stride. uh, And... Everton were being forced to play most of the game in their own half. Pickford saved well again from Mares on 39, and uh, 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 another great effort from uh, Jesus, but the goal was chalked off for offside. So we got to the halftime break, one each. Okay, Everton giving the ball away too much. That would be my summary. Uh, but City well deserved of their lead second half and 49 minutes a bullet header from Jesus from another Sané cross and it was 2-0 on 64 minutes the nice move out of defence and across from the left uh, saw Calvert-Lewin peg one back for the visitors so Everton back in the hunt at 2-1 At that point, uh, Guardiola put on Sterling and Fernandinho started to become more uh, in the game and he magically linked with uh, Yeus on the byline and uh, the the, the chip into the box saw Sterling on his own and it was 3-1. 69 minutes that third goal. Uh, 70 minutes, uh, a counter-attack, and Richarlison should have pegged them back again. But unfortunately, he shot over again. De Bruyne came on to replace uh, Mahrez. Uh, Everton c- continued to create stuff, but uh, it wasn't enough. Man City back in the winner's corner again, back on top. Uh, deserved winners 3-1. But a, a solid performance from Everton. And if they'd taken their chances, it could have been a very different result. To Vicarage Road. Cardiff were the visitors. This was the first meeting between Watford and Cardiff in the top flight. De was in from the start and he certainly made an impact. On 16 minutes, he opened the scoring following a jinking run where he sidestepped two defenders, and then he put the ball wide of Efridge. Uh, the keeper uh, denied Watford a second shortly after, uh, but on half-time, uh, Pereira effort uh, from a free kit nearly made it two. In the second half, Pereira again was denied by Efridge, but on 52 minutes, Holabas... Uh, a delightful strike from outside the box following a setup from De La Fayou put the Hornets two up as it went into the top corner. Queen added a third on 68 minutes, another great strike from just outside the box. And to all intents and purposes, it looked all over with Watford three up. Well, Cardiff are made of stern stuff these days, and Hoylert... On 80 minutes, scored a, a repeat of the goal he scored against Wolves the other week when he curled a shot into the top right-hand corner and uh, Foster well beaten. This gave Cardiff life and within two minutes they pulled another back. Reed scrambling in from inside the box uh, after a long throw wasn't cleared by the Watford defence. Well, Matt Watford manages to manage to hang on, and so they win this one three-two. But a good display by Cardiff. One incident that was pretty unsatisfactory: De- Deeney uh, went for a, a ball and collided with Etheridge, and he really could have got a yellow, but nothing shown. Okay, so that's that. Watford, the winners, by three goals to two. Wembley, then. Burnley with the visitors, uh, Spurs having had a good week already with that draw in the new camp, and uh, they started on the front foot. Mora had an early chance that he put just wide, and Hart was needing to be at his best uh, to deny Demela uh, from a, a good Spurs break. Um, Loris at the other end also had to be alert to uh, uh, push wide a Barnes' header. And uh, Hart again uh, performed a great low save to keep out uh, Spurs, and it remained goalless into the second half, and Son missed a great chance to open the scoring. It got to 90 minutes, and it looked like Burnley were going to hang on for a deserved point. But in stoppage time, Ericsson turned up in the box and whipped it in at the near post, finally beaten, and Spurs had scrambled a 1-0 win. Pochettino was delighted. To John Smith Stadium, Newcastle, the visitors. Both these sides are hardly prolific in front of goal, so we weren't expecting a goal-fest. Uh, They're, in fact, the two lowest uh, scorers in the league. Dubrovna kept the Terrys out in the first half and uh, Huddersfield certainly were the better size. Uh, He made a couple of saves and uh, Newcastle were largely toothless up front. Into the second half then, and on 55 minutes... Uh, Newcastle broke from defence and it was a sweet move. They managed to get the ball down the pitch quickly. A smart cross and Rondon was there uh, on the end of it. And he uh, pushed the ball wide of uh, uh, losel and uh, the Magpies were one up. Uh, Perez had a goal disallowed for offside, uh, which would have made it two. Um, but it it suggests that it was uh, rather harsh on replay. Uh, It was enough anyway. The 1-0 scoreline uh, was enough for Newcastle to take all the points. They probably just about deserved it, but this one will not go down as a classic. To Selhurst Park then, and Leicester were the visitors. Uh, Sahar was suspended. Uh, He was trying to keep warm in the stands. Uh, Vardy and Maguire were back for the Foxes as was Fuchs in for Chilwell an early chance for Vardy he put pressure on the goalkeeper and subsequently tapped it in but the referee deemed it was foul play so no goals got to minute 39 in what had been a pretty uneventful affair and then Mihailovic uh, hit a delightful strike uh, past Michael into the corner of the net. So that was the first piece of quality really in the half and uh, Palace went in and won up. Into the second half, uh, Gray had a half chance to level things uh, and Vardy's shot was pushed wide onto a post uh, by Goethe, who was in for Hennessy, late on. But Palace held on for their first win without Saha on the pitch. Of course their manager Hodgson was absolutely delighted. So to Craven Cottage, London Derby, West Ham were in town. Uh, no Cessignor for Fulham, he has a groin straight. Early on Fulham looking pretty good, Kamara had uh, an effort denied by Fabianski. West Ham looking sharp on the counter, uh, and on 17 minutes, Henderson got past the defender from a lovely pass by Noble, knocked it back uh, from the byline, and Snodgrass picked his spot into the top corner of of the goal. Absolute cracking goal. Hammers one up. Tamara was again denied by Fabianski, and in the monsoon like cold conditions, it was difficult to play good football. However, Antonio, who's in for Anatovic, doubled the lead on 29 minutes as he was left unmarked in the penalty box and had all, in, all the time in the world to put it past Fabricio after a neat flick from Hernandez. The goalkeeper was absolutely furious with his defenders. So 2 0 at the bake. Second half, there was nothing much to report. Uh, Fulham, another lesson, I'm afraid. Hammers now looking very good. I think that's four wins in a row. Uh, so the final score West Ham winning 2 0. To Molyneux then. Bournemouth for the visitors. Ball, Bournemouth had a wretched uh, run of results lately. Wolves bounced back with a couple of wins. Uh, both teams play entertaining football, and it was good on the eye in the first half. However, on 12 minutes, uh, a dreadful defensive error by Daniels let in the Wolves' attack, and they moved the ball swiftly uh, to Jota, who ran into the box and then. A diagonal ball across was met by Jimenez who was all alone and that was 1-0 for Wolves. They held that until the break into the second half. They should have made it two when Helder Costa blasted over after a quick counter-attack. Bournemouth responded and they put uh, Wolves under some pressure. Stanislas hit an upright from a free kick but Tio was also saved well from an, uh, another effort, but as we were approaching uh, full time, um, there was an, a, another counter attack by Wolves. Uh, Costa felt, uh, uh, fed Caballero quickly, uh, who ran into the Bournemouth half uh, and he struck his shot wide of the keeper. And that was 2-0 for Wolves. Uh, Nino Santos was absolutely delighted. And uh, Wolves are now up to 7th. So to the Amex. Brighton at home to Chelsea. Well, uh, both sides trying to get a uh, flow of the game in the first 10 minutes. With uh, Brighton slightly on top. But then on 16 minutes... Uh, A magical piece of play by Chelsea. Uh, Hazard injected uh, uh, the pace. uh, And his final pass after he'd uh, got to the byline was pinpoint to Pedro, who had a simple tap in. Uh, A great assist from Hazard. Um, Then on 33 minutes, um, Brighton who had again responded quite well after going one down. Uh, Unfortunately, they were guilty of another defensive blunder. And uh, William put Hazard through. He accelerated into the box uh, too fast for the defenders and swept the ball past uh, the goalkeeper into the corner. Another piece of classy play from Hazard, and it was 2-0. Okay, between uh, their goals, as I say, Brighton had looked good, uh, competitive throughout, but two defensive blunders, and at the break they were two nil down. Into the second half, um, not not as many goal, goal scoring chances, um, but at 65 minutes, Brighton got a goal back. Solly March knocked in uh, uh, a headed cross. And it was game on. Brighton fought well uh, in the latter stages of the match and had a few half chances. But it was to no avail. And uh, Chelsea uh, held on to record a 2-1 victory. We're at St. Mary's and it's Hassan Houtel's first home match. Uh, The new Southampton coach and it's Arsenal in town. Cascione was back after seven months out through injury. Uh, Lacazette and Ozel were on the bench. Uh, Southampton started briskly and on 20 minutes a target cross from the left uh, was headed in by Ings. He got a yard on the rather slow Koscielny and uh, 1-0 to the uh, Saints. Now, on 27 minutes, uh, Arsenal responded and Mitakarian headed in uh, from a fine cross from Monreal. Uh, And so we were level. Just before the break, Saints on the attack and Redmond, a delightful chipped cross, and he- Ings was there again to head, uh, head wide of the Kepo. And Koscielny again at full. Saints into the half-time break. And they were ahead by two goals to one. On 52nd minute, uh, once again, Arsenal responded. And it was that uh, Armenian, Mitikarian. Uh, He picked up the ball after a a defensive mistake uh, just outside the penalty box. His left foot shot took a wicked deflection, and we were level again at two each. Uh, Both teams were going for the win. It was great on the eye and on 84 minutes uh, a break, a counter attack from Southampton. A great cross from Long, who was on as a substitute. And Austin, Austin's positioning, absolutely first rate. Uh, the goalie, Leno, failed to get a touch. And Austin's header went in the corner, and it was 3-2. Saints hung on, and so they recorded their first win for the new coach. And their first win at home for a very long time. Southampton winning by three goals to two. So the big clash of the weekend. The last match of this weekend was at uh, Anfield. Uh, Liverpool at home to Manchester United. Pogba was still on the bench. Uh, he was there with Matter, And Lovren was in defence alongside Van Dijk. Uh late scare in the tunnel, uh, ba- Bale, Bailly had to replace Smalling, who incurred an injury, warming up. So to the match, a packed house of course, and right from the off, Liverpool were uh, firing on all cylinders. Uh, after only six minutes, uh, De Gea had to make a great save pushing the shot shot wide and this basically was how the first 20 minutes unfolded. Constant streams of Liverpool pressure, uh, United on the back foot, uh, United were a yard slower to everything, uh, Matic and Herrera were overrun in midfield and it really got to the stage where you just felt that uh, a goal was coming sooner rather than later we got to 23 minutes somehow a uh, uh, nil nil but then uh, a tremendous chip pass from from Fabinho uh, saw Mane, uh run into the space uh, the defense were ball watching he collected the ball and it was passed to her uh, in a second and United were one down after that uh, United tried to sort of organise themselves better and they did improve slightly although Liverpool were still well in control but then uh, on second, on the 32nd minute really against the run of play uh, there was a, an attack by United uh, Lukaku got to the byline his shot uh, his cross, rather, was parried by Allison, who made a right mess of it. And he pushed it right, uh, to um, the oncoming Lingard, who connected a, a rather awkward ball, but it bounced into the net and we were all level. Um, remarkable, really, uh, considering the Liverpool uh, ascendancy. From there on, uh, United certainly improved, and we got to the break 1-1. Into the second half, uh, Fellini came on to try and tighten up uh, the midfield, which was certainly all Liverpool. And... uh, uh, it didn't really help that much, to be frank. Um, on 52 minutes, Firmino, uh, a delicate piece of dribbling, created some space and prodded the ball uh, towards Gold. De Gea managed to tip it round the post. In fact, De Gea uh, was repeatedly being uh, called to... Uh, provide some stiff resistance. The defence, United's defence, were handling the raids better, although Robertson seemed to have the freedom of the left wing to himself. Um, Anyway, so, Van Dyke went very close with a header, which was blocked, Uh, but then on 70 minutes, uh, Klopp decided to ring the changes, on came Shakiri for Keita. And within two minutes, the Swiss uh, completed uh, a great move. Mane got to the byline, fed it back. Uh, United's defence uh, were all at sixes and sevens. Uh, uh, Shakiri co- uh, connected beautifully. And although there was a slight defense deflection, it hit the crossbar and was in with De Gea. Uh, Unable to do anything about it. So, Liverpool were back in front 2-1. Not long after that, Shaqiri got his second, and this was the game killer. Another great left foot shot from uh, just inside the penalty box, following a corner. And it was deflected in, uh, but De Gea... Are helpless to do anything about it overall I I would suggest that United could be encouraged by the way that they responded but oh uh, but really Liverpool deservedly winners and uh, I think there's some serious issues in that uh, United uh, midfield and back line there's lack of confidence there's uh, an inability to know what each other is doing and they seem to be flustered very quickly and physically don't seem to be up to it anyway it finished 3-1 for Liverpool and Liverpool went back to the top of the Premier League so that's week 17 done and dusted Uh, let's take a glance at the league table then Uh, Liverpool back to the top after their win against uh, the Red Devils Uh, they are on 45 points one point ahead of Man City Uh, Spurs are clearly in third now with 39 and Chelsea 37 Uh, Arsenal uh, are in fifth on 34 with United sixth on 26 at the bottom Fulham now Uh, rock bottom with nine uh, one point behind Huddersfield on ten and Burnley uh, on twelve Southampton have moved out of the bottom three they are now in 17th also on twelve let's have a quick look at the goal of the week and my goal of the week Um, I'm going to give it to uh, the goal by Hazard the second goal at Brighton. Terrific turn of pace. An exquisite quality finish in the corner. That's my lot. Week 17. Premier League. And it was extremely cold in the UK. Um, while taking one look at the coaches... And the players on the bench uh, epitomised exactly what conditions were being faced. They were all wrapped up in their scarves, gloves and woolly hats. Out on the pitch, of course, well, it's a different matter. Um, It's a delight to play football because uh, it's cool and you can get stuck in. Man City had Aguero uh, uh, De Bruyne back after six weeks and Sterling on the bin- bench. And uh, Everton were playing a back three. Uh, Calvert-Lewin was up front for Richardson. Uh, Walcott relocated to the bench. Under three minutes then, a great strike by Calvert-Lewin was pushed wide. However, he ha- was just offside. And then, on 14 minutes, a guilt urged chance for Richarlison, following a cross from the left. He met it on the volley, but unfortunately he couldn't keep it down, and it went over the bar. Good chance for Everton, who were holding their own. First real opportunity for City, a vicious strike from Delft, uh, went just over on 19 minutes. And a minute later, a nice attack... Jesus' effort uh, was um, uh, pushed just wide uh, by Pickford. So to 21 minutes, and that man Jesus uh, finished off a a delightfully uh, sweet move after a poor clearance uh, from uh, the Everton defence. Sane was the... uh, man who provided the easy finish for Jesus. One 0 City. On 30 minutes, uh, City now with uh, much more a confident stride uh, and Everton were being forced to play most of the game in their own half. Pickford saved well again from Mares on 39 and uh, 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 another great effort from Uh, Jesus, but the goal was chalked off for offside. So we got to the halftime break, one each. Okay, Everton giving the ball away too much. That would be my summary. Uh, But City well deserved their lead. Second half and 49 minutes. A bullet header from Jesus from another Sané cross. And it was 2-0. On 64 minutes... The nice move out of defence and across from the left uh, saw Calvert-Lewin peg one back for the visitors. So Everton back in the hunt at 2-1. At that point uh, Guardiola put on Sterling and Fernandinho started to become more uh, in the game and he magically linked with uh, Yeus on the byline. And uh, the, the, the chip into the box saw Sterling on his own. And it was 3-1. 69 minutes, that third goal. Uh, 70 minutes, uh, a counter-attack. And Richarlison should have picked them back again. But unfortunately, he shot over again. De Bruyne came on to replace Mahrez. Uh, Everton c- continued to create stuff, but uh, it wasn't enough. Man City back in the winner's corner again, back on top. Uh, deserved winners 3-1, but a-, a-, a solid performance from Everton. And if they'd taken their chances, it could have been a very different result. To Vicarage Road, Cardiff for the visitors, this was the first meeting between Watford and Cardiff in the top flight. Dal was in from the start, and he certainly made an impact. On 16 minutes, he opened the scoring, f- following a jinking run where he sidestepped two defenders, and then he put the ball wide of Etheridge. Uh, the keeper uh, denied Watford a second shortly after, uh, but. On half-time, uh, Pereira effort uh, from a free kit nearly made it two. In the second half, Pereira again was denied by Efridge. But on 52 minutes, Holabas, uh, a delightful strike from outside the box, following a setup from uh, De La Feu, put the Hornets two up as it went into the top corner. Quina added a third on 68 minutes. Another great strike from just outside the box. And to all intents and purposes, he looked all over with Watford three up. Well, Cardiff are made of stern stuff these days. And Hoyler, on 80 minutes, scored a, a repeat of the goal he scored against Wolves the other week when he curled a shot into the top right-hand corner and uh, Foster, well beaten. This gave Cardiff life, and within two minutes, they pulled another back. Reed scrambling in from inside the box uh, after a long throw wasn't cleared by the Watford defence. Well, Matt Watford manages to manage to hang on and so they win this one 3-2. But a good display by Cardiff. One incident that was pretty unsatisfactory. Dini De- uh, went for a, a ball and collided with Efridge, and he really could have got a yellow but nothing shown. Okay, so that's that Watford the winners by 3 goals to 2. Wembley then. Burnley were the visitors. Uh, Spurs, having had a good week already with that draw in the new camp, and uh, they started on the front foot. Mora had an early chance that he put just wide, and Hart was needing to be at his best uh, to deny Demela uh, from a, a good Spurs break. Um, Lloris at the other end also had to be alert. To uh, uh, push wide a Barnes header. And uh, Hart again uh, performed a great low save to keep out uh, Spurs. And it remained goalless into the second half. And Son missed a great chance to open the scoring. It got to 90 minutes. And it looked like Burnley were going to hang on for a deserved point. But in stoppage time. Ericsson turned up in the box and whipped it in at the near post, finally beaten, and Spurs had scrambled a 1-0 win. Pochettino was delighted. To John Smith Stadium, Newcastle the visitors. Both these sides are hardly prolific in front of goal, so we weren't expecting a goal fest uh they're in fact the two lowest uh scorers in the league de Brogma kept the terries out in the first half and uh huddersfield certainly were the better size uh he made a couple of saves and uh newcastle were largely toothless up front into the second half then and on 55 minutes uh, Newcastle broke from defence and it was a sweet move they managed to get the ball down the pitch quickly a smart cross and Rondon was there uh, on the end of it and he uh, pushed the ball wide of uh, uh, losel and uh, the Magpies were one up uh, Perez had a goal disallowed for offside uh, which would have made it two Um, but it it suggests that it was uh, rather harsh on replay. Uh, It was enough anyway. The 1-0 scoreline uh, was enough for Newcastle to take all the points. They probably just about deserved it, but this one will not go down as a classic. To Selhurst Park then, and Leicester were the visitors. Uh, Sahar was suspended. Uh, He was trying to keep warm in the stands. Uh, Vardy and Maguire were back for the Foxes as was Fuchs in for Chilwell an early chance for Vardy he put pressure on the goalkeeper and subsequently tapped it in but the referee deemed it was foul play so no goals got to minute 39 in what had been a pretty uneventful affair and then Mihailovic uh, hit a delightful strike uh, past Michael into the corner of the net so that was the first piece of quality really in the half and uh, Palace went in and won up into the second half uh, Gray had a half chance to level things uh, and Vardy's shot was pushed wide onto a post uh, by Goethe who was in for Hennessy late on but Palace held on for their first win without Saha on the pitch. Of course their manager Hodgson was absolutely delighted. So to Craven Cottage, London Derby, West Ham were in town. Uh, no Cessignor for Fulham, he has a groin straight. Early on Fulham looking pretty good, Kamara. Had uh, an effort denied by Fabianski. West Ham looking sharp on the counter. Uh, and on 17 minutes, Henderson got past the defender from a lovely pass by Noble. Knocked it back uh, from the byline. And Snodgrass picked his spot into the top corner of the, man, uh, of the goal. Absolute cracking goal. Hammers one up. Kamara was again denied by Fabianski, and in the monsoon like cold conditions, it was difficult to play good football. However, Antonio, who's in for Anatovic, doubled the lead on 29 minutes as he was left unmarked in the penalty box and had all, in, all the time in the world to put it past Fabricio after a neat flip from Hernandez. The goalkeeper was absolutely furious with his defenders. So 2 0 at the bake. Second half, there was nothing much to report. Uh, Fulham, another lesson, I'm afraid. Hammers now looking very good. I think that's four wins in a row. Uh, so the final score West Ham winning 2 0. To Molyneux then. Bournemouth for the visitors. Ball, Bournemouth had a wretched uh, run of results lately. Wolves bounced back with a couple of wins. Uh, both teams play entertaining football and it was good on the eye in the first half. However, on 12 minutes, uh, a dreadful defensive error by Daniels let in the Wolves attack and they moved the ball swiftly uh, to Jota who ran into the box and then a diagonal ball across was met by Jimenez who was all alone and that was 1-0 for Wolves. They held that until the break into the second half. They should have made it two when Helder Costa blasted over after a quick counter-attack. Bournemouth responded and they put uh, Wolves under some pressure. Stanislas hit an upright from a free kick. But Patricio was also saved well from an, uh, another effort. But as we were approaching uh, full time, um, there was an, a, another counter attack by Wolves. Uh, Costa failed, uh, uh, fed Caballero quickly, uh, who ran into the Bournemouth half, uh, and he struck his shot wide of the keeper. And that was 2-0 for Wolves. Uh, Nino Santos was absolutely delighted. And uh, Wolves are now up to 7th. So to the Amex. Brighton at home to Chelsea. Well, uh, both sides trying to get a uh, flow of the game in the first 10 minutes. With uh, Brighton slightly on top. But then on 16 minutes... Uh, A magical piece of play by Chelsea. Uh, Hazard injected uh, uh, the pace. uh, And his final pass after he'd uh, got to the byline was pinpoint to Pedro, who had a simple tap in. Uh, A great assist from Hazard. Um, Then on 33 minutes, um, Brighton who had again responded quite well after going one down. Uh, Unfortunately, they were guilty of another defensive blunder. And uh, William put Hazard through. He accelerated into the box uh, too fast for the defenders and swept the ball past uh, the goalkeeper into the corner. Another piece of classy play from Hazard, and it was 2-0. Okay, between uh, their goals, as I say, Brighton had looked good. Uh, competitive throughout, but two defensive blunders. And at the break, they were 2-0 down. Into the second half, um, not, not as many goal-scoring goal chances. Um, but and 65 minutes, Brighton got a goal back. Solly March knocked in uh, uh, a headed cross. And it was game on. Brighton fought well uh, in the latter stages of the match and had a few half chances. But it was to no avail and uh, Chelsea uh, held on to record a 2-1 victory. We're at St. Mary's and it's Hassan Houtel's first home match. Uh, The new Southampton coach and it's Arsenal in town. Koscielny was back after seven months out through injury. Uh, Lacazette and Ozel were on the bench. Uh, Southampton started briskly and on 20 minutes a target cross from the left uh, was headed in by Ings he got a yard on the rather slow Koscielny and uh, 1-0 to the uh, Saints. Now, on 27 minutes, uh, Arsenal responded and Mitakarian headed in uh, from a fine cross from Monreal. Uh, And so we were level. Just before the break, Saints on the attack and Redmond, a delightful chipped cross, and he- Ings was there again to head uh, head wide of the Kepo. And Koscielny again at full. Saints into the half-time break. And they were ahead by two goals to one. On 52nd minute, uh, once again, Arsenal responded. And it was that uh, Armenian, Mitakarian... Uh, He picked up the ball after a a defensive mistake uh, just outside the penalty box. His left foot shot took a wicked deflection, and we were level again at two each. Uh, Both teams were going for the win. It was great on the eye and on 84 minutes, uh, a break, a counter attack from Southampton a great cross from Long, who was on as a substitute, and Austin, Austin's positioning, absolutely first-rate. Uh, the goalie Leno failed to get a touch, and Austin's header went in the corner, and it was 3-2. Saints hung on and so they recorded their first win for the new coach and their first win at home for a very long time. Southampton winning by three goals to two. So the big clash of the weekend, the last match of this weekend was at uh, Anfield, uh, Liverpool at home to Manchester United. Pogba was still on the bench, Uh, he was there. With matter and Lovren was in defence alongside Van Dijk. Uh, late scare in the tunnel, uh, Bailly ba- ba- had to replace Smalling who incurred an injury warming up. So to the match. A packed house, of course. And right from the off, Liverpool were uh, firing on all cylinders. Uh, after only six minutes, uh, De Gea had to make a great save, pushing the shot, a shot wide. And this basically was how the first 20 minutes unfolded. Constant streams of Liverpool pressure. Uh, United on the back foot uh united were a lot yard slower to everything uh matic and herrera were overrunning midfield and it really got to the stage where you just felt that uh, a goal was coming sooner rather than later we got to 23 minutes somehow 0 uh, uh, nil nil but then uh, a tremendous chip pass from from fabinho uh, saw Marnie uh, run into the space. Uh, the defence were ball watching. He, he collected the ball and it was passed to Hare uh, in a second, and United were one down. After that, uh, United tried to sort of organise themselves better. And they did improve slightly, although Liverpool was still well in control. But then, uh, on thirty-second, on the thirty-second minute, really against the run of play, uh, there was a, an attack by United. Uh, Lukaku got to the byline. His shot, uh, his cross rather, was parried by Allison, who made a right mess of it. And he pushed it uh, to um, the oncoming Lingard who connected a a rather awkward ball. But it bounced into the net and we were all level. Um, Remarkable really uh, considering the Liverpool uh, ascendancy. From there on uh, United certainly improved and we got to the break 1-1. Uh, Into the second half, uh, Fellini came on to try and tighten up uh, the midfield, which was certainly all Liverpool. And uh, uh, it didn't really help that much, to be frank. Um, On 52 minutes, Firmino, uh, a delicate piece of dribbling, created some space and prodded the ball. Uh, towards gold, De Gea managed to tip it round the post. In fact, De Gea uh, was repeatedly being uh, called to uh, uh, provide some stiff resistance. The defense, United's defense, were handling the raids better, although Robertson seemed to have the freedom of the left wing to himself. Um, anyway, so. Van Dijk went very close with a header, which was blocked. Uh, but then on 70 minutes, uh, Klopp decided to ring the changes. On came Shakiri for Keita. And within two minutes, the Swiss uh, completed uh, a great move. Mane got to the byline, fed it back. Uh, United's defence uh, were all at sixes and sevens. Uh, a, uh, Shakiri uh, connected beautifully, and although there was a slight def- deflection, it hit the crossbar and was in. With De Gea uh, unable to do anything about it, so Liverpool were back in front, two one. Uh, not long after that, Shakiri got his second, and this was the game killer. Another great left foot shot from uh, just inside the penalty box following a corner. And it was deflected in, uh, but De Gea helpless to do anything about it. Overall, I, I would suggest that United could be encouraged by the way that they responded. But, oh, uh, but really, Liverpool deservedly winners. And uh, I think there's some serious issues in that uh, United uh, midfield and back line. There's lack of confidence. There's uh, an inability to know what each other is doing. And they seem to be flustered very quickly and physically don't seem to be up to it. Anyway, it finished 3-1 for Liverpool. And Liverpool went back to the top of the Premier League. So that's week 17 done and dusted. Uh, Let's take a glance at the league table then. Uh, Liverpool back to the top after their win against uh, the Red Devils. Uh, They are on 45 points, one point ahead of Man City. Uh, Spurs are clearly in third now with 39 and Chelsea 37. Uh Arsenal uh, are in fifth on thirty-four with United sixth on twenty-six at the bottom. Fulham now uh, rock bottom with nine, uh one point behind Huddersfield on ten and Burnley uh, on twelve. Uh Southampton have moved out of the bottom three, they are now in seventeenth also on twelve. Uh Let's have a quick look at the goal of the week. And my goal of the week, um, I'm going to give it to um, the goal by Hazard. The second goal at Brighton. Terrific turn of pace. An exquisite quality finish in the corner. That's my lot.